What's up, you guys? This is your boy, JP. Uh, I'm just getting over a sickness, man. I am, I am, I am. Don't worry, I'm fine. Not that you really gave a shit, but uh, we're here. I'm glad that some people cared, and I am fine. Um, but good news for everyone. Uh, the governor of Texas is no longer covid couple days after he got COVID. Interesting. Um, yeah, that's interesting. Um, my theory about the deranged nurse is getting a little better every time I see it, man. It's just really... I don't believe in coincidences. Happy accidents, maybe, but... Yeah. Are there people in Austin, Texas that are deranged and could make a positive example out of Greg Abbott to say, oh, you should take this COVID shit seriously. We should do that shit. Uh, fuck. Yeah, there are people like that in Austin. There absolutely are people like that in Austin. So, from the article, from the Hill, Abbott tests negative for COVID-19. That was a couple days ago. On Saturday, he announced that he had tested negative for COVID after a brief battle with the virus. Abbott, who is vaccinated, said on Tuesday had tested positive for what is known as a breakthrough infection. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. I am told that my infection was brief and mild because of the vaccination. Oh, really? So I encourage others who have not yet received the vaccination to consider getting one adding that he will continue to quarantine from his house and will work on opening antibody therapy treatment centers in the state. COVID-19 cases have surged in Texas and around the country, a spike driven largely by highly contagious Delta variant. Abbott has refused to bring back a number of COVID-19 restrictions in Texas and is in the midst of litigation with a number of cities, counties, and school districts over his ban on mask mandates. That's the reason right there. Oh my God, he refused to bring back a number of COVID restrictions in Texas. That is why. I'm telling you, man. He didn't have any symptoms. He just got it in a routine test late last week and then never had symptoms. And a couple days later, he doesn't have it. Hmm. Imagine that. I'm not saying that somebody is deranged enough to give them a false positive, but maybe I change your nurse because your nurse is cray cray. But anyway, uh, this episode is mostly going to be a fuck Australia episode. But uh, before I get to that, um, there's a couple of business things to get through. I'm definitely looking for any and all advertisements to whore myself out for. So give them up, man. Give me your fucking product, your campaign, or whatever, and I will say the nicest things. I will make you sound so fucking good. Oh, my God. And I'm cheap. I'm really cheap. <laughs> oh, I'm cheap as shit. Also, I am still looking for a title and name because Untitled Podcast and JP is... That's not, that's not good. You got to help me out, bro. You got to help me out. 
Um, yeah. Anyway, now I get to go to the fun stuff in Australia. So in Australia, they've been having protests against COVID restrictions. They've been having a decent amount of them. And, and uh, this last weekend, it got a little uh, tense. Hopefully, we get to do the same here. But, you know, like, because they're never going to stop until you stop doing it. Anyway, this is from the New York Times. The fake news, New York Times. I know, but it's... But they give news about the world, and I can, I can parse through it for you, man. In Melbourne, Australia, a protest against COVID restrictions turned violent. Protesters in Melbourne demonstrating against COVID restrictions on Saturday clashed with the police, who used pepper spray to disperse them. Several officers were injured, and hundreds of people were arrested, the police say. More than 4,000 people joined the protest, one of a number of anti-lockdown demonstrations that were held on Saturday in Australian cities. Protesters in Melbourne, most of whom appeared not to be wearing masks, charged police lines, threw objects at officers, and set off flares, according to news reports and footage posted on social media. You see what they did there? That little protesters in Melbourne, comma, most of whom appeared not to be wearing masks. You see what they did there? They're doing that whole little fucking comma. And this is a little fucking dig right here. And then it's a little, oh, here's something like there. I mean, I could do the same thing for the New York Times. The New York Times, comma, who ran interference for the Biden campaign when Hunter Biden was found out to be a fucking crackhead, comma, is a bunch of motherfuckers. See, I can do that shit too. And is it, is it not seem very fair of me to put that in commas? <laughs> yeah, they do the same fucking thing. So every time you see that, though, anything, comma, blah, 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 comma, usually the shit in the comma you can ignore because it's all leading you down a certain path, by the way. Just saying. Four officers were treated for concussions, one for a broken thumb, and two others for possible broken noses, according to the police in the state of Victoria, which includes Melbourne. Another officer was treated at the scene for a cut on the neck. The police said it was the first time officers had been forced to use a range of non-lethal options to disperse anti-lockdown protesters in Melbourne, which has seen a number of demonstrations against restrictions. Officers pired pellets and used pepper spray. While there were some peaceful protesters in attendance, the majority of them, of the majority of those who attended, came with violence in mind. The police said in a statement. <laughs> oh, so it's not a fiery but mostly peaceful protest on this one, huh? Huh? Look at that. Earlier Saturday, Daniel Andrews. Oh, I got a video clip of you in a second, bud. The premier of Victoria. Extended Melbourne's lockdown, which has been in place since early August to the entire state after 17 new cases were detected in the regional hub of Sherparton. Restrictions in Melbourne were also tightened. Childcare is now only available to essential workers, and the authorities are recommending that children wear masks. Hmm. 
Just like our people in the fucking schools. Imagine that. Roughly 250 people attended the Sydney protest. Vastly outnumbered by about 1,500 officers patrolling the streets. 47 people were arrested and 260 tickets were issued for violations of COVID restrictions. <sighs> the authorities in Sydney had barred taxis and rideshare services from taking people to the central business district in an attempt to head off the protest. Trains had also been prevented from stopping at stations. Oh, goody. Banning transportation. That's not trying to stifle free speech. You don't say, huh? About 5,000 people attended a peaceful protest on Saturday in Brisbane, where no restrictions are in place, according to the local police. Hmm. Well, there you go. Now I'm going to give you old Daniel Andrews talking about the curfew that's in Melbourne. And listen to how his fucking, how he says this fucking shit, by the way. I'm going to play all of it, just so you can get nice and fucking pissed. There will be no removal of masks to consume alcohol outdoors. So you will no longer be able to remove your mask to drink a cocktail uh, at a pop-up beer garden on a footpath uh, as part of a pub crawl. The VCGLR, and I understand Victoria Police are looking at what occurred over the weekend at a number of licensed venues. There's been reviews conducted into the terms of those licenses and whether any of those license holders have done the wrong thing. Again, that makes you angry, but why am I angry about that? Because it devalues the work that thousands of publicans and restaurant owners and bar owners, the good work that they're doing, diligently following COVID safe protocols, providing takeaway, take away, not hang around and turn the footpath into a pub. Pubs are shut for a reason. It's not safe for them to be open. It's as simple as that. So often the, the, the poor behaviour, the poor choices of a small number of people, they just devalue all the amazing work that so many more are doing. And I want to give a shout out to our hospo industry who have done it very tough these last 18 months and, and know and understand that we, we know as a community that the vast majority of people in that industry are doing the right thing. I just, again, appeal to everybody across that industry to do the right thing and to make the right choices. But in any event, there'll be no more drinking alcohol with your mask off in those circumstances. That will simply not be uh, permitted. Which, by the way, uh, Daniel uh, Andrews kind of looks like a fuck nut, but, you know... Maybe I should say this in his language. Daniel Andrews, you're a fucking twat. And if you ever showed your face in my fucking pub, I might fucking have a go at you. I'll bring out my fucking Bowie knife and skin you like a fucking crocodile, eh? How's that make you feel, huh? Could that have gone a little too far? Possibly. I don't know. You're still a fucking shitheel. And you look like a fucking... You look like a kangaroo fucked your face. But what do I know about kangaroos beating the fuck up out of you and then putting their dick inside your fucking mouth? Your teeth are jacked. 
You're a fat little piece of shit, and fuck you. I'm losing the accent. Oh, well. Daniel Andrews. Daniel Andrews can fucking... He can fucking get it at this point. Like, I don't give a fuck. You don't like that? It's called freedom of speech, bitch. I know you don't fucking have it. You better be glad, because I'd be on there. The fucking Australian airwaves calling you a fuck nut, okay? Because you fucking deserve it. But hey, what do I know? Fuck you, Daniel Andrews. Anyway. Let's go to some news about... The security force you guys have to fucking have in this world in Australia. Here's a little news that'll get you pissed off. It's going to be about dead dogs. You already know. Rescue dogs shot dead by North South Wales Council due to COVID-19 restrictions. This is from the Sydney Morning Herald. I'm assuming a nice big paper in Sydney. Several impounded dogs due to be rescued by a shelter have instead been shot dead by a rural council in North South Wales under its interpretation of COVID-19 restriction. Alarming animal activists and prompting a government probe. You know fucking shit. Borkshire Council in the state's northwest killed the dogs to prevent volunteers at the Cobar-based animal shelter from traveling to pick up the animals last week, according to the council's watchdog, the Office of Local Government. Wow. We have a no travel order in Australia. Instead of having you go pick up dogs, we'll take care of that shit for you by fucking murdering them. This is the government you guys have to have. This is why we got to have all these taxes to pay for these motherfuckers. So they can kill your dogs. Because without government, who would kill your dogs to make sure you can't leave your fucking house? Explain that shit. A source who is familiar with the arrangement said the shelter volunteers were distressed. <laughs> no shit. Yeah, they're a little distressed. No way. I do, you don't say. <laughs> and had COVID-safe measures in place to handle the dogs, one of which was a new mother. Oh, goody. Yeah, you pissed off your own. You pissed off the animal rescue people, and they were going to do it the way you said they were, and then you fucking killed them anyway. Yeah, I bet you it was those fucking cops. So useful. I don't know. There are many things I want to say about these cops, but I'll just leave it at fired is fine. Jail is good. Maybe you put them in jail and then tell them the prisoners what they did. Let karma figure it fucking shit out. I don't know. That's just me. According to NSW Health, there have been no recent locally acquired COVID-19 cases in Cobar, although fragments of the virus have been found in the area's sewerage system. Sewerage. Interesting way to say sewer system. Sewerage, I guess. Regionality. English thing, I guess. I don't know. I'm assuming that's a your shit canal, I guess. I don't know. The Office of Local Government Minister Shelley Hancock, who had previously faced questions in Parliament over the shooting of animals in council pounds, did not comment. However, animal liberation campaigner Lisa Ryan called for an urgent investigation. 
We are deeply distressed and completely appalled by this callous dog shooting, and we totally reject counsel's unacceptable justification that this killing was apparently undertaken as a part of a COVID safe plan, Miss Ryan Animal Liberation's regional campaign manager said. A later answer said councils weren't required to tell the government how they killed animals under their care. Ms. Ryan said, based on the minister's answers during the hearing, Ms. Hancock was clearly oblivious to the reality of the serious issues involving many NSW council pounds. I'm assuming it's some kind of government dog pound. Hmm. Add that to another thing government can't do well. Dog pounds. Imagine that. Council pounds are paid for by local communities, and it is clear that shooting lost and unclaimed dogs housed in these publicly funded facilities falls far short of community expectations. <laughs> That's a way to put it there. Falls far short of community expectations. That's... That's another way to fucking put it. <laughs> oh my god. But at least, uh, you know, this came out on uh, the 22nd, a couple days ago. Probably three days ago, Australia time, because I don't. They're like a day ahead or some shit, so. Who knows? Um,. Yeah. In other fun news, uh, Bill de Blasio was uh, talking about the carrot and the stick. For real, on his uh, vaccine passports thing. Uh, I'll, I'll drop a little clip here and let you uh, figure out what he means on that end. Uh, let me find it here. And okay. Amen. So let's talk about the mandate inside New York City schools. Yeah. Uh, didn't waste any time yesterday when the FDA gave its formal approval of the Pfizer vaccine of saying anybody who works inside a New York City school, an adult, has to be vaccinated. What brought you to that decision? First of all, let's think about our kids, Willie. Our kids have been through a level of trauma, dislocation, uh, nothing like we have ever could have imagined. Every one of us who's a parent we, we try to make sure our kids have a good life, but for a year and a half, a lot of kids have never even seen the inside of a classroom. They are being held back in every way. We cannot let that happen again. So we are bringing back New York City public schools full strength. And to ensure that that can be safe, we need all adults vaccinated. It's time, the FDA gave the full approval. It's time for adults to step up. We care about our children. We say we care about our children. Well, here's a way to actually honor our children and their futures everyone get vaccinated. And so it's a really straightforward rule. Everyone in our schools has to be vaccinated by September 27th. Uh, that's the bottom line. You gotta be vaccinated so we can have an environment that everyone can depend on. I've heard from parents already, Willie. It's reassuring to them. Yeah. It makes them feel that their kid's gonna be okay. And a big step was getting the support of the teachers union in, in getting teachers vaccinated here. But have you received pushback? Do you expect to lose some teachers because of this who've said, I have an, you know, an objection on religious grounds, or I have an objection on other grounds to getting this vaccine, I'm not gonna do it? I'll never be surprised by any individual choices, Willie, but overwhelmingly what I expect is that the adults who work in schools who actually do love kids, the vast majority of them yeah. are there because they care about children. 
that they'll ultimately do the right thing. Now, look, human beings do well when they have carrot and stick. So uh, a mandate helps people to realize it's time. FDA final approval on Pfizer said it's time. Now, the Biden administration could do something else that would really help us all move forward, speed the approval of the vaccine for the five to 11 year olds. It's time for that. Look, if we can get that last piece done, because right now we can vaccinate kids 12 and up. We're having a lot of success in New York City getting that done. But we need that last piece and we need every child in America back in school. So I know Joe Biden cares to his great credit. I know the team's working nonstop, but they've got to make this a central priority. Get that vaccine ready for the five to 11 year olds. And then there's not even a question anymore about our schools. Everyone in the school building at that point could be vaccinated, should be vaccinated. We just. Yep. In the city, the biggest city in the world, your mayor is a goddamn psychopath. And is also a big buffoon, fucking buffoon communist. Good job, America. Good job, New York. Oh, by the way, uh, keep in mind his vaccine passports. Uh, less than 30% of black New Yorkers have gotten the vaccine, by the way. So, you could say it's racist. Use their own fucking uh, logic against them. I don't give a fuck. At this point, if you're against vaccine passports, use whatever fucking language you have to because that shit is unacceptable unacceptable fucking bull but hey man at least our governor in Texas is uh, counter suing and suing back on all these fuckheads that are trying to get schools to wear masks and shit oh my god oh yeah there was another thing about Pfizer got FDA approval, which means fuck all to me, because I don't give a fuck what the FDA says at this point. Man, I probably shouldn't have before the pandemic, but at this point, like, congratulations, you played yourself. And and ju- just think about it from this way. Um, if you're trying to do a PR strategy to get people to take vaccines, threatening them... It's probably not the best way to do it. I don't know. Because as I've heard before many times, good ideas don't require force. They just don't. So, from a PR standpoint, you should go out there with the facts and say, Hey, this shit's good. This shit's fucking awesome. There might be a couple of side effects here and there. We don't really know about this thing and that thing, but overall, like 99.9% of people who get the vaccine are fucking good. If you say that shit, it'll probably work. But no, they have to do mandates. They have to do mask mandates. Oregon's fucking governor was fucking doing outdoor mask mandates today. Jesus Christ, man. Like, even if you're fucking vaccinated, you have to fucking do that shit. It's... It's all these politicians with little fucking dick energy, man. You just have to get out of the fucking way so you don't get came on. And you'll be fine. Oh, my God. But seriously, though, from a PR standpoint, their strategy of just brutally beating down, talking mad shit, utter disgust by the fucking mainstream media, corporate press. How do they expect this to work? Without turning off the people 
that already are suspicious of government. Because the people that this works on have already gotten the vaccine and are probably lining up for boosters right now. This doesn't work on people who are skeptical of what you've said the whole last year and a half and have said, I've seen your lies, I've seen your bullshit, I've seen your moving of the goalposts, and I don't buy it. you got to give me more. Telling them they have to do this or they lose their jobs or they can't go to the grocery store or restaurants, that only hardens them. There is no reason to fucking do go so hard on all of that shit I just don't get it man like any fucking buddy in PR will tell you that going hard on someone like that doesn't fucking work and if your public policy is based off of 100% compliance it is guaranteed to fail 100% you can't get 100% of people to agree on the basic shit. That, like, murder is bad. Most people agree murder is bad. It ain't 100%. Most people think theft is bad. It ain't 100%. So when it comes to shit like that, you can't rely on 100% compliance. You just can't. <sighs> I'm telling you, man. The world we're coming into, I'm fucking scared. I really am. Maybe not scared is the proper term, but worried. I'm worried a lot, especially when people start trying to fight back. I'm just worried it's going to get violent. I really am. It's going to get fucking crazy and people are going to fight back violently. A lot of people are going to get hurt. I don't want that to happen. I just want the government to stop. If they don't stop applying pressure and stop shaking the Coke bottle, especially like shake, 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 shake. Eventually it's going to fucking spew out. Like if you're jerking off a really big dick pretty soon, Cum's going to get everywhere. No one wants that. Oh, no one wants a lot of cum all over the place. It's terrible. It's messy. Blinds people sometimes. It's disgusting. No one wants that shit. And no one wants the fucking bad shit to happen because they put too much pressure. It's going to be bad, man. But... You can do your part by fucking... Even if you are vaccinated, I don't have anything against you if you're vaccinated, but you have to fight for the people who aren't vaccinated. Because pretty soon, the government's going to start doing quarantine camps like they've done in Australia. They are, man. Like they're sending the kids in Australia to football stadiums and force vaccinating the kids. That's coming here. You bet your ass it is. Unless you stop it before that gets to that level. They're going to do restrictions on travel. That no-fly list, it's going to be a no-vax, no-fly. Guaranteed, unless you say no. 
If your job says you got to get a vax, tell them to go fuck themselves. Enough people do that, companies will figure it out, and they will hire you back. Or they will hurt themselves in the process, either of which is fine, because if they're taking mandates from the government, fuck them. If you're taking like the lead from the government, they can go fuck themselves. Oh, I know there's a couple people that are like, oh, well, it's a free biz- free market, and a business can decide whether their their employees get vaxxed or not. Yeah, well, you can agree. You can say, well, legally, they're they're essentially getting like an Indian burn from the government to do that. By the way, you know that fucking old thing you did when you twisted your arm, like you went put your hands in someone's arm and then twisted the other way, giving them an Indian burn. Yeah, that's what they're doing to these businesses to make you get vaccinated. Guarantee it, at least on the back end. Maybe not publicly, but they are doing it on the down low. And then these businesses have to figure out that there's going to be a labor shortage if they they remove uh, unvaccinated people from the workforce. They're going to figure that shit out. Anyway, I'm going to call Can on this episode, man. I'm still coming off of sickness, so yeah, help me get an episode. Help me get a fucking title for this shit bullshit. All this fuckery. Give me some sponsors, too. Not like I really need money, it's just I'd like to get better equipment, better recording equipment, all that good shit. Not looking to make this full time, you fucking kidding me. See ya.